Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here, bro. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. And we're on. Whoa, was that like an explosion or something? It's your hostess with the mostest, Marissa Mendez. Um, Franny's attending a funeral. Okay, I didn't even get to say it yet. Um, so our, our prayers are with him and the homies, everybody. I know, like, I, like we talked about last week, I know this is a passing that affected a lot of people that we know. So shout out to you guys. Um, Joyce is here. Hi. Ariella, who, again, we must reiterate, was like the one on our asses last week or two weeks ago about like, we got to be on time now. We got to take this more serious. And for the last two weeks, Ariella now has been late. And we, we don't just say know. I was an hour and 15 minutes early because of what you were you were coming with the mindset of the old time no just because like i got off of work at four and i was like it's not worth going home, home. for like 15 minutes and yeah. then coming here so i might as well just go sit in the parking lot and secure a spot because if you guys don't know it's a madhouse in the dash parking lot it really is um and i was just sitting out there and then that white guy was staring at me the whole time <laughs> nice. and he was like you're really early and i was like i am that left Gets me every time. Sensational. <laughs> this is great. I'm too high for all these sound effects. Um, I would have been here early too because I was also bored. But then I remembered I had half a J on my dresser and I was like, that just sounds more fun until I leave. So I did that instead. Um, Smoke weed every day. Thank you. Right before we started recording, Joyce and I were, I actually put this on the sheet. I don't know if you had saw it earlier. It was. It's under my bullet points unless you printed out an earlier version. You fucking did. I did. What time did you print this out? I printed it out at 3.40. Joyce. <sighs> anyway. I got here at 5. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't print it in my car. Sorry. Sorry. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I had put on there that I had blocked someone for uh, no call, no showing multiple times. And Joyce was just asking me beforehand, like, is it going to stay blocked forever? And I'm like, I don't know. Currently, it's just how I feel. But I don't know if that's petty. It's not, I mean, it's petty to block. It is But it's not to petty to be mad. It's not petty to be mad, but, I mean, you can have a conversation about it, but if you just don't want to have a conversation about it, then it's like, eh. Right. So I don't think I want to have a conversation about it. So I just want to stay mad. But you don't want to stay mad because you, like, really enjoy spending time with this person. I know. And, I and you know, I guess they have, I know they do have a lot going on and more and more each day to, like, not be, like, where I ran into them the last time that was the straw that broke the camel's back that I blocked them, that I had invited oh. them somewhere earlier in the day. And then at night we both ran into each other at a party with Drake, which I'm sure was, he was invited to that party by Drake. Um, so yeah, I would pick a Drake invited party if I was this person over hanging out with me <laughs> and the situation. I, although that situation was nice too. Yeah. for the, Yeah. That, that was a dope situation. Yeah. So. Whatever. I'm. Th- I unblocked the person last night, but I didn't. Pl- like, I didn't make that known. They don't know they're not blocked anymore. Did Although, they know they were blocked? In the I was first about to place? say, I don't know if they knew they were blocked in the first place. Because they probably <laughs> texted you the whole time anyway, Marissa. <laughs> well, when I was really mean that night, I feel like they probably texted me from behind me, like, "What's wrong? Why are you mad?" That feels like that probably happened. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know this person. This person doesn't <laughs> like me, so I have no further comments. Oh. Talking about blocked, um, at Partisan Montaigne, if you're listening, can um, you unblock me on Instagram? Do you guys remember the episode, like, over a year ago when Joyce said that Party had blocked her on Instagram for sending feet pictures? And I had said I really enjoyed his music and I thought that he was going to come up <laughs> and I just wanted to send him foot pictures. And we had, I think what happened, Something wrong with you. there's like, there's no shame to the story guys, but now he has that song with Cardi and like, you know, whatever. But basically a year and a half ago, it was a year and a half ago, right? Marissa? Yeah. I slid in his DM, sending him lots of pictures of my feet. 
and he actually actually I respond he posted a video that he was getting a pedicure on Melrose so I literally <laughs> was like hey I'm gonna pull up on you where are you joking joking uh-huh. okay and then he ended up texting me his number and was like hey come over later like we're all hanging out at the crib like you should come I had no intention of ever going so I just continued to text him feet pictures and then he <laughs> blocked me so <laughs> I mean I know you're not listening to this but you never know maybe he's a fan maybe <laughs> <laughs> and that and then oh, like a week later we had Wop Dad on the show and you did the same thing to him yep so you got a good record going of just sending feet to people. I'm not That's doing hot. it anymore. I've retired the foot game. Although you still have your foot Instagram if you'd like to share it with the people. Uh, it's at foot influencer. You guys have to Venmo me at least $5. For me. Nice. I'm not selling myself for really <laughs> cheap. How um How's things going with the boy that you mentioned last week? Can um, we get an update? Yeah, I mean... We've hung out a lot. Okay. Since we first met last Saturday. Uh huh. <laughs> We've hung out like five or six times. Okay. And it's going. Well, the guy that I mentioned last week, it's gone. Oh, uh, yeah. The one that I was going to go on a date with. Yeah, what happened? He, um, I feel like we had a plan set that time, that week. I think. Yeah, you said you, yeah. like, you guys had a time and then. Or just a date, I think. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, he texted me that day and was like, you're going to be sick. And I was like, what? And he was like, I have to go somewhere with such and such. It's like someone he works with tonight or whatever. And I was like, that's fine. But then he also hasn't texted me since either to like try to make up for it. Or... Well, that's a... Oh, so there goes that one. <laughs> whatever. You're ugly His anyway, daddy. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> He's really not fat. He's chubby though. He's not my type. <laughs> He's definitely not Marissa's type. Like literally at all. But you know what? No, 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 no. Alright, I think we're doing too much on the South Texas. I don't I don't uh I don't really think anyone's my type anymore because I kinda just it's like a wide range at this point. Low key. I know what my type is, but I know what boys I attract, and the boys that I attract and my type aren't the same thing. Mine are, unfortunately. I need to be attracting white boys, which is my new thing. Why do you need to be attracting white boys? Because I never have. Let's and take I, back that statement I wanna all tr- the way back. I want to try dating one, and none of them are attracted to me, so I can't try dating one if Why no do you want to try? No offense to all the white boy listeners, but half of you guys suck. I mean, I'm sure they do, but I've literally never tried, and if you never try, you never know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, okay, this year I've dated, like, three white guys, which is, like, the most that I've ever dated ever because I also don't date white guys. And these white guys fucking suck and are weird. (laughs) I really guy isn't a white guy. Did I I hook up with a white guy recently? No, right? No. Why am I randomly thinking that? Um, Because you were talking to some. Yeah, it just didn't get past, like, a text message. Yeah, I've never done anything with a white guy. So not even slightly white. No, literally light skin because they're like Puerto Rican. But that's as much as I've gotten. Wow. Well, hello, white men. If you're listening, I'm here. Just don't slide in her DM. Yeah. You just have to be like super hot and cool as fuck. Okay, wait, who's the hottest white guy? (laughs) Shout out to AE, huh? Who's the hottest white guy? The hottest white guy right now is Jimmy Tatro. Also, Noah Centineo. Also, John Krasinski, Forever and Always Bay. Uh, Vince Vaughn, still Bay. A little, a little old and a little bit of a big forehead, but I'd still climb that tree. Vince Vaughn? Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> He's hot as fuck. And I wish he would join Instagram so I could slide in his DMs, but he just keeps getting DUIs, so it's not working out for me and our love affair. I also think he's like 20 years older than me, and he probably could have fathered me, but that's hot. Um, and I think that's all the f- my favorite white guys. Okay, okay. I feel like I'm missing one. I would still fuck Eminem for the culture, but he's not hot. He looks disgusting. You know yeah. who's kind of hot? Justin Bieber is kind of hot. Yeah, no, no. He's like, this makes no sense. I'm gonna say he's like mad small. She makes no sense to guys? the people that I mm, deal okay. with. But like a small white guy doesn't. It's not gonna work. Um, it's like two double negatives or whatever. Doesn't two negatives make a positive? No. They just cancel it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's not what I want. It's like, 
like can't not together. It doesn't go together. You know? Alrighty. Okay. So anyway, in conclusion, white men holla at me, but just be hot as fuck and cool as fuck and not racist. Um, and not racist. Oh, key. Yeah. Key. Big major key there. Key. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I'm sad because I also had like four other points that I wanted to talk about, but because we said racist, let's talk about Brother Nature's tweets. First of all, we don't have the tweets because they're just stupid, right? Yeah. Yeah. But first of all, I mean, yeah. I mean, they literally are stupid. They're literally, some of them are literally copying the words from memes. Mm -hmm. Like, what was it? Women's rights tell another joke or something like that. And he was like, I, I, um, Something about, like, I want to be Chris Brown so I can, like, smash my girlfriend's yeah. face in. But, like, okay, here's the thing. Is this man's is fucking 12 years old. Literally 12 years old. <laughs> 12, 12. He's, guys, a, he's 12. a man of color, first of all. Let's be clear with that, too. So it's not like some, like, he literally was just writing the things he overhears in his household about shit like that. And it's, he was literally just, like, a 12-year-old idiot that was, like, trying to be edgy and say the craziest shit he could on Twitter. Also, 12. What does a 12-year-old know about women's rights? Nothing. He literally didn't even know what he was talking about. And he's only, like, 18 or 19 now. Yeah. And, like, at 18 and 19, half of the people that are saying shit about him, you guys said way more fucked up shit. Yep. I'm sure of it. Yes. And he spreads nothing but fucking love and positivity right now. Exactly. I I love, like, his Instagram is so cute. He's also, like, really nice. Yeah, he is really nice. I, I hung out with his goat before and him. Um, and then we hung out on, no, no, no. He hung out with Mike on New Year's Eve. We were all in Miami though. And, uh, yeah, hung out with him a couple times. He's friends with Zoms. We saw him in Jersey. We, oh, he came to Zoms game. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Shout out to Cold Game Kelv. Brother nature. We ain't mad at you, bruh. Um. How about new? Okay. Wait, okay, so Marissa, I have some of your old tweets here. Okay. <laughs> and I wanted to read what Marissa was doing in 2012. Oh, cool. How old was I? Wait, wait, wait. In 2012, I was 25. Okay. September 22nd, 2012. Got locked out of this got locked out this morning with no shoes, no bra, no phone, crazy hair and a stain on my shirt. Great experience. Bad face. <laughs> you want to divulge on that story? I think I was arguing with my ex-boyfriend. I think I had a game night the night before and I was like cleaning out everything. And I went, I remember going outside to argue with him and I was like so heated that I let the door like lock on its own and I couldn't get back in. And I lived with like a lot of really old people, including like the people that worked at the building. Mm -hmm. So it took quite a long time to get them to come open my door for me. Why, if they lived in the building? No, but they, like, they were old and slow. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know what this one meant. You said, uh, at It's Lukey, baby, I have been telling everyone about Wyatt and his poop bagel. <laughs> <laughs> she had a brother named Wyatt, and he was very similar to Farquaad, my brother. Uh-huh. So we would just always share like anecdotal stories about our stupid brothers. Yeah. And I know I think it was like and a his poop bagel. I think it was like a nice family breakfast. And like Wyatt just randomly said, I have a poop bagel. <laughs> and like everyone was pissed as fuck. <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> By the way, guys, OK, in trying to find these tweets, I like didn't know. Like, you know, you can use Twitter advanced search. And like so, ter- type keywords. Yeah, and stuff. so I was typing some keywords, thinking like, "Hmm, what has Marissa tweeted about this?" I would type in words, nothing would come up. I literally typed in the word "drunk," <laughs> and literally just from the past like six months, it was like fifteen scrolls. <laughs> and I was trying to get to twenty twelve, and I was like, "I'm never gonna get there." <laughs> nice. Drunk and like lit. Nice. And I'll lit. I overuse. The word high, you've like barely ever used because apparently Marissa's never high. No, not even. I mean, I, not until I moved here. I never really smoked. Okay. Another 2012 tweet. Um. Oh, no. This is from 2011. Ooh, edgy. Ha- hashtag letter to my ex. You got a little dick and your girl looks like an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> this is my 0607 X. LOL. All caps. <laughs> He did have a little dick and his bitch was fat as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and she was a Delta. So it just double went with the elephant vibes. Okay. 
time. <laughs> so, um, she still looks like an elephant. Oh, are they still together? No, but she's still an elephant. Oh, okay. Fat ass bitch. Bitch. I called her a Reebok wearing hoe once, and then I punched him in the face and broke his glasses at Summer Jam, and we all got kicked out. So that was cool. That's oh seven. Quality. Quality. <laughs> Your Reebok wearing fat elephant ass hoe. Okay. Um. November two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mary's pussy poppins. Hashtag porn musicals. <laughs> LMFAO. That's when trending topics were dumbass popular, and I think that one was make a movie a porn title. Done. So Mary's pussy poppins. So it's like Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. but Mary's pussy poppins. That's class. I should honestly be a porn director. That was that was really good. Um. Okay. I have just a couple more. Okay. Okay. Twenty twelve. Getting a BFGF then being comfortable enough to fall off is ass backwards. That's like getting a record deal and stop making music. First of all, shout out to myself for the gym. Um, it's the truth. Once you get a deal, that's when you got to do your hardest work. Mm-hmm. You got to start going harder after. And then there's always the things that when you get in a relationship, you guys are going out to eat all the time and you get comfortable and you fall and off. And you get fat. Exactly. And you get ugly and girls stop doing their makeup and they stop dressing cute. And your man smell. He doesn't put on cologne anymore. He doesn't wear deodorant. You guys are stinky, stinky Ugh. in the bed together, stinky Ew. in each other's cracks and crevices. Y'all are stinky. Ew. So, Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's what that was about because it's like, why would you want that? And when I had gotten with my ex for like, you know, the first two months we did the super honeymoon, go out to eat shit. And then after that, I was like, all right, it's time to get right. And I lost 30 pounds because it was really easy to like diet and exercise when you're just always happy and there's nothing making you stress eat and stuff. So I got slim. Um, and then also in 2012, at a Waffle House and dot, 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 it's hood, LOL. Yeah, I don't understand the hype about Waffle House at all whatsoever. Roscoe's, like, appearance-wise is better. I don't think that they're comparable, though, because Roscoe's is, like, a dining establishment, and Waffle House is, like, a fast food restaurant. Yeah, but, like, so is IHOP. IHOP's more quality than fucking Waffle House. It's just, like, dirty and... Blech. I do. I don't understand the, like the hype. They don't even have chicken and waffles. I don't even know why I chose Roscoe's. I just am thinking of waffles. It's horrible. I don't. I don't fucking get it. Sorry, guys in the south. I don't fucking get it. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm so angry about it. I have nothing to add to that because um, I lived in the south for two years and I never ate at a Waffle House. See, and you're all the more better for it, Joyce. Yeah, I'm great. Mm-hmm. I'm amazing. Is there any more? That was it. That was it. Okay, that was fun. Yeah. We should do this more often. <laughs> Although Honestly, I- you didn't, to be honest, Marissa, you didn't have very many questionable t- tweets. Like, I was investigating as if I were, you know, going to expose you for something, and there was nothing to expose do you want to know for. why? Because I'm intelligent. And, and you went through and typed in keywords and exactly, deleted them already. Exactly, deleted all too. of that shit. So I, am. I did that, too. And I have time hop, so on top of anything I may not have thought of. Or Every day you get a notification. And I go delete. through all the tweets to make sure that day, that year, I never said anything stupid. And there's been, like, a couple that are, like, that I like hashtag the bad word or something stupid like faggot or something like that, that it was in like, I didn't, I don't know. It just didn't come up in search or whatever. So I get to delete those things, but I'm pretty. I found something super questionable that I, I need to go through my Facebook because my Facebook like has some Connected out of time hop. Yeah. But mine has like some crazy ass shit on there because I was just casually going through it. And I saw a birthday card that I'd written my dad. And, like, my dad and I, like, we have, like, a good sense of humor. And I had posted it on Facebook, and I literally read it the other day, and I was like, oh, my God. I cannot really? believe that this is on the fucking internet. Like, I could get, like, dragged for years and years if someone saw it. And yeah. then I was like, okay, yeah, I need to, like, close all my social media. But then again, that's another thing, too, is that, you know, I have been on social media since I was, I, I made a Facebook when I was 10. Oh, my God. I made a Facebook when you could only have a college email to make Facebook, which means that's you were still not 10 yet. Oh, yeah. You're like four years old, bro. I made my Facebook when I was in, I want to say, fifth grade, fifth graders. Yeah, I want to say fifth grade. Uh, I graduated high school and had a college email and signed up. Well, there you go. And it was back when like 
your wall was literally just like an open place to type and you can go and delete someone else's comment above you and like change their words and shit because it was literally just like an open like type beta? space. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was I so remember crazy. like you used to have a wall. Yeah, that was the. There's no more wall. Any really? I, no, no. You haven't had a wall. It's been a timeline for like the past five years, Marissa. Oh, I don't like. I just go on and I post things. I don't. And like then look. I remember there was like a top best friends section. Like you could. That was sh- short lived, and that was a that was a widget, I think. Okay, and then I remember there was like a little box under your profile picture where you could put like a quote or like you know like. I anything. think that's still there. No, that's you, still there. You can't do that. Anymore. I have my mine says like this is this is my um. This is my friends and family only page. My media pages. Yeah, but it doesn't like, like I just remember like the way that it looked like where it was positioned. It was like right under your picture. It was like a whole box and like, like I I mean, I was in the fifth grade. So people would post gay ass shit like poems and like song lyrics. I remember I would always choose Chris Brown lyrics. Oh my God. We have fifth grade and Chris Brown in the same sentences. Whoa. I (laughs) remember how big of a deal it was like for your birthday like you had to make sure you had the bombest profile picture picked out because you knew everyone was about to go to your page and write on your wall that yes, day yes i remember and like relationship statuses in college oh, were such a big my deal God. relationship status well i was in seventh grade <laughs> man like facebook used to be like so important to like my life but i guess that was like i don't know that was like aim in high school and aol and stuff like that I guess in those type of environments is always important. I mean, I guess Twitter is important. I miss no. AIM. AIM was fun. I don't really miss it. I I wish though, because like I remember used to like I used to be so mad that I didn't have it on my phone or anything in like the earlier days, and I had to like be in the room and like dial up or whatever. It's like I wish then I could have seen how fucking far. Because I used to always be like, I wish I just had like a little thing that just had AIM like right in my hand. And then, you know what I don't understand? I don't understand how on the MacBook we used to be able to go on AIM and you could video chat with like you could invite people like you could have three people in video chat on AIM, hmm. but you can, and then they got rid of that for FaceTime and you can't FaceTime more than one person. How you can the, on your phone now though. You can. Yeah. Since when? I don't know if it's with I have the beta. Uh huh. But I keep act like. It, yeah, I can group FaceTime everybody. Well, I just don't understand how that went away for like seven years. Hold on. I'm going to like start to just keep talking about it. Um, yeah, because I, I, I you know, what's crazy for me, too, is that like I've met friends of mine on AIM because when I was what? Yeah, because when you I would. was when I was a, like a freshman in high school, it was like a thing to go home. Look at that i'm facetiming you and prime at the same time but it probably won't work for you guys because it's probably because i have beta why why do you have that yeah it just says test you just sent me a text that says test no no i literally i tested that first to start the group chat oh, okay. because it's in the group chat that it calls both y'all at the same time if i press facetime gotcha yeah yeah but like i used to i have a actually some of my one of my closest friends i met on video chat when i was a freshman in high school you're so fucking weird but I guess I'm weird because my best friend Carol, I met her on Joels.com. So mm-hmm. same. Yeah. Jace. Yeah. Except we shared a common interest. You guys were just fucking freaks. No, it's talking to each other. No, because you could FaceTime your friend. OK, you would FaceTime your friend. And it was like a thing to just randomly invite like somebody that you kind of knew to the FaceTime, like a friend of a friend or like I, it was just a thing. Like it was just how people met each other when I was a freshman in high school. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> one time i um some i think i was in seventh grade and someone randomly called my line my house phone line mm-hmm. and you know like the private like teenage one you get and it was a wrong number but then he like wanted to meet up and so me and my other seventh grade girlfriend we like told him he could meet us up by like this hill in the back of our house where everybody sleds at and he came and he was like easily 18 19 and <laughs> It was just really strange. And he just said hi and he left too because he, he saw I was also a child and was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. He, he was like a random Asian guy. <laughs> so shout out to him. I hope he's doing well. I don't remember his name, but I don't know why that triggered that story. But every time I think about it, I kind of get like cringy because it was just so awkward. It could have been something much scarier. Marissa. Yeah, that too. I just more so think of how awkward it was when he came up, said hi very awkwardly and then walked away. <laughs> 
Yeah, now that I think about it, I honestly did a lot of super dangerous things. Bitch, I I got in a whole ass car with two men when I was in like ninth grade. Yeah. And then they hit. We went to the hood. We went to Newark. They picked us up at Woolbridge Mall. We just met them in the parking lot. And we and they were like smoking Halloween and shit. And we we drove to Newark and we were turning a corner and they (laughs) some girl was riding a bicycle and, and they hit they hit the bicycle, <laughs> and, and, and she she rolls like not hard, but she rolls like on the side of the car, Bruh, I, I I was like so nervous, and I look over at my best friend at the time, Nicole, and we're both just like two whitish girl. I'm whitish, she's white as fuck, in the back seat of the shit in Newark. And then we look up, the guy that had been in the passenger side was already, he already ran all the way down the block because apparently he had warrants or whatever. So if they like hurt the girl, he didn't want to be near the car. But then she, 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 she <laughs> popped up. I see her out of the back window of the car. She was just pissed because she broke a nail and bent her wheel. <laughs> she was so pissed but like only about her wheel and her nail not the fact that these these guys just hit you guys have to see this ugly cry face and then she just rolled away it was so funny and i don't i don't remember how we got home because both me and Nicole were stupid and like didn't know how to get home to Woodbridge from Newark. And well, how do you get around at that time? Yeah, because you didn't drive. Well, we didn't really go very far. It was just the mall and the movies, and okay. so our parents would just rotate turns. Although my mom never ended up with the turn because she's a dick. Uh, but yeah, and then like um, I think I was the first one of us to get of our trio to get a license. I was the first of my friends to get the license. Really. Nice. Yeah. We we went to IHOP that no, we went to Denny's that day. I hated driving my friends around though, because I got I always had anxiety. Yeah, well me too. And I'm just like not the greatest driver, but luckily it was um in a row. I was the end of July, then uh Nicole was like early September and then Danielle was late September. Mm-hmm. So I had mine for a whole ass year before oh. these other motherfuckers got oh, their license. No. And Ugh. I've always been like this. I do not drink and drive. I don't drive with one drink in me. I don't drive with one shot in me. And everybody in high school would be like, Jace, be the DD. And I literally was like, fuck that. I'm never going to do that shit. So I just, from the beginning, I mean, I am not the greatest driver, but I would be like extra bad when I had my friends in the car. I'd be like, oh, shit. Oh <laughs> like pretend to hit things so that I never have to do it. And then when I was in, um, I want to say like a sophomore or junior in high school, they just started Lyft, but it was Lyft when they only took donations. So like you didn't actually have to pay. I don't recall this era. It, it, exactly. It, like it, it was, it, and it was when Lyft still had like the pink stuffed animal mustaches on the front I of the car. I remember that era. They were on the front of the cars. They didn't have Uber yet. Uber, like Lyft was first in L.A. Really? Yeah. Because I did Uber January 2013 from Karen's house. It was Lyft was here first oh. and it was donation only. And like we were fucked up and like we were kids and like this is really stupid. But we would literally give them like one dollar. You guys suck. No, we sucked. Like it really did suck. And like now I feel really bad. But I didn't like really understand. I was just like, it's free. It's like taking the bus. And I would take the big blue bus all over LA like I, used I to never be took the bus so good at the bus I was so good at the bus oh yeah. I was just with Carol back in Jersey a couple months ago and we took the bus into New York into Port Authority and I literally like Ugh. it was like a whole new fucking world I literally had no idea what the fuck I was doing and I grew up in New Jersey my whole life but bus was just never a train we did and cabs because that was way before the Uber and Lyft era mm-hmm. um but then, yeah, and then when we all got our licenses, they knew I hated to drive and they loved driving. So once that one month and a half period was over, they drove everywhere. And the one fucking day that Nicole's car was broken and I had to drive to school, I was pulling out of the parking lot and backed right up into somebody else's car. But she was like a white girl cheerleader. So I was just like, no, nah, I got this. So I just hopped out and spazzed on her and acted like it was her fault and I didn't have to pay for it. So that was cool. <laughs> 
job member. <laughs> what you gotta do? You gotta fucking scare them into thinking that it's their fault, and they get nervous, and then whatever. I would be fucking terrified. And then I went and got my hair blow dried that night, really nice, for like the first time at Ow. this salon in the mall that I still go to to this day. Um, that's ran by Flex's girlfriend, Maria. Okay. Um, didn't know her at the time though. Uh, but went and got my hair blow dried. And so I came in the next day with my hair like so fly that no one even like asked me about the accident or anything like that. Like no one even if they were going to try to blame me for it, even went there because my hair was just so nice. That was everyone. Everyone was just focused on that. So is this the Maria that Flex always texts you? Instead? Yes. Instead of actually. But luck. Thank Jesus Christ on the cross that it's only ever been some random fucking memes and not like us <laughs> like I'm gonna do this oh to you. Oh my do that. god, bro! A text like that from Flex would literally be the equivalent equivalent of a text like that from my father. Blech. 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 No, thank you. So Flex, please only ever let that be memes because I just legitimately can fucking not. Um. Oh, I also like this one too. What are some things you did back when you were a teen that you want to regret and relive? These this ties in with the well, just regrettable decisions and all that shit. Um, I think regret. What do I regret from a kid? There was this one time <laughs> that I got in trouble in class, and I don't know why I'm just still embarrassed about it to this day, but um my friend Danielle and I were walking and I was like holding too much shit or something. And I was like, Danielle, I need help. And she's like, Oh, Marissa, my little invalid. I think actually I was like injured or something. And like, I didn't know it was like a really like word for someone that's like damn near a vegetable and shit like that. Like I, I didn't know. I just thought it just meant like you were incapable of doing something or whatever. So in class, like the next day, and it was like with this young hip teacher that like hella fucked with me, but also like, I think he wanted to always make an example of me or whomever because he wanted to show the class like he doesn't take shit. And so like I was like, oh, you little invalid, like really thinking I was being like cute and funny. And he got so offended and like sent me out of the class. And I was fucking mortified because there's days I'm trolling and I know I'm going to get in trouble. But like that you wasn't no one of idea. those days. Yeah. And it was just so I would like to take that moment back. I don't know why that sticks out so strongly in my mind, but. <laughs> I definitely would like to take that back. And then other than that, I think I was just like so worried about the wrong shit at wrong times. And like, I don't know, it would just be so fire to like go back with the knowledge I have now and just kind of just fucking dominate the world. I miss having like, and it's so funny because at the time when I was like 15, 16, seven, eh, not really 17, but like 15 and 16, like we did some wild ass shit, especially growing up in LA, like, the whole imagine. city was like our fucking playground. That's like so dope. Literally, we would go to like Santa Monica and like until like four in the morning, go sit at the bluffs and like smoke weed. We go to the top of the sunset, um, the sunset hills, and like there was this one spot where we just parked the car and smoke weed. And we'd go to like all of these parties that like honestly like I so don't like the really, movies. Yeah, like oh no, not like okay. So for example, when I was. 17 i went to leonardo dicaprio's house for the very first time wow i was sitting at a table with orlando bloom he served me tequila shout out I to feel orlando like, I feel like i don't know if i should oh town he didn't but, know um and then it was like two years ago adam levine was there mm -hmm. with his girlfriend at the time or wife now, Bahati, they were, we played tennis with them. Like, it just looked some random ass shit. And like, at the time, I literally didn't even know who Orlando Bloom was. And I asked him, I go, so what do you do? Nice. <laughs> he goes, oh, well, like, I, I work in entertainment. And I go, oh, that's really cool. Where are you from? He's like, England. <laughs> like, duh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> that's probably like refreshing to him, though, that like someone didn't give a fuck. Yeah, but like, just shit like that. Like, we just, like I used to do like crazy things and like not tell my parents where I was and just be like out in the streets, like roaming around Hollywood and like going to clubs. I was like, not that I, I didn't drink until college. I didn't smoke weed until college and not cause I was a square. Cause like I was definitely fucking in the ninth grade, but I don't know that shit did would, like, and my friends all drank. It just literally didn't appeal to me like at all whatsoever. And if I wanted to get around to it, I was going to get around to it. And I tried, like, in 11th grade, I tried, like, the Smirnoff Ice to be, like, cool. But, like, it didn't do anything to me. Um, I think my only thing was, like, 11th grade was when I started, like, hanging out in Harlem and telling my mom was at the mall. And so I'd be, like, literally just a random kid in the middle of Harlem at 
10 o'clock on a Saturday with a bunch of like people from the block and shit, but they were hella protective of me and Carol and the whole squad. So it was like, yeah, it was like our little family. So that was cool. That was like the edgiest thing I did in high school was lie to my, I mean, I guess in fucking is edgy. Right. But I wasn't like going crazy by any means. And then like my whole 12th grade, I had a dude that I was dealing with. So I definitely drank a lot in high school, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I threw up in a lot of people's bathrooms. A lot, a lot of people's yeah. bathrooms. My first time being drunk was the summer after high school. It was August, right before we, I went into college. And I went to this club in Jersey, Club Deco, with Karen and this girl, Liz, who's now Fabulous's manager. And Big Dennis, who at the time was the midday person at Hot 97, was the DJ that night. And Karen was cool with Big Dennis because... She had interned at Hot 97 previously and would in the future be the person who got me to Hot 97. Um, So we all went there and they gave us shots and that, and it was like an 18 and up club, but like, I don't know, they didn't know how old I was. They were just giving us all, like Dennis was buying everybody shots. And that's when I first got drunk and I didn't know like what it was or what it felt like. But I remember we were driving back and Liz was driving, Karen was in passenger and it was a two seater and I was sprawled out in the back and I was like hanging upside down off the seat and like looking at the ceiling and I was like, oh, yeah, this might be this might be me. <laughs> and the bouncers actually tried to kick me out in the middle of the night of the party because uh, they noticed I was drunk and I didn't look of age to be drunk. But um, I think Big Dennis was like was able to like keep me in. But let's just be real. I still don't look like I'm old enough. To you be, definitely get drunk. don't. Nope. And so I don't know. I There was this one liquor store in Santa Monica Boulevard that I drive by every day now. And I would walk in there with my fake ID and just try to buy alcohol. I braces, I'm pretty sure, too. And he would serve me alcohol. <laughs> you so, might as well have had a McLovin Shout ID. out to that guy. Because <laughs> literally, like, and I also had a friend. Okay, I also don't know if I'm going to let my kids drink alcohol so young. But I had a friend whose mom would buy me a bottle of vodka. Were they white? Yeah. Of course. She would buy me a bottle of vodka every Friday and I'd go meet her in a parking lot and she would give it to me. Holy shit. Yeah. All the white parents in our school, like because by our senior year, Danielle and Nicole, the squad, like they would start hanging out. They started hanging out all the white people. So they kind of like just left me and I was just hanging out with boys because white people wasn't my bag. But when they would go to these white people's house parties, all the parents would like be there. Well, the parent of whoever's house it was and like supply the alcohol for the kids and like just hang out with the kids, let them drink. And I was just like, what the, f-? my mom would murder all of you people. See, the house parties at my high school were just like super, because I went to a private school. Oh my And so God. these houses were just like insane. So and the, just like the movies, right? Yeah, kind of. Like they were crazy parties. And like actually Project X, that movie, was inspired by this group of like this, uh, They it was filmed at Palisades High School. And it was inspired by these parties that this group of guys that I used to be really close with in high school, they started throwing these like huge parties. And then that movie was based off of those parties. And that guy now is like a huge promoter for like celebrities. And like Scott Disick and hmm. like he hangs out with them and Chris Brown and like all those people. And he used to just like throw parties and was just like a regular guy. Wow. So he actually made something for himself because I fucking hate promoters and promoters suck. I guys hate are all promoters too. But oh, speaking of parties, there was no promoter involved, but we did Amber's party. Yes, I, I, I wanted to hear that. you talk about that. So the weekend before we went to that annoying ass system of a down concert, but... That's where me and AE kind of planned, like, yeah, we should do something for her. Because she had, like, we talked, we'd asked her, like, what do you want to do? And she kind of had, like, nothing. So um, we just decided we were going to do a dinner. So I text her for his number Sunday. And then Monday, he texts me back, like, all right, like. You texted Amber asking for his number. And yeah. And she didn't think that. Well, I said specifically for your birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. she knew you guys were doing some. Well, I asked her the day, like, the, in the moment of the surprise, and she thought I was texting him about, like, a gift, like, how to, like, get oh, okay. her a gift or shit or whatever. So, yeah, so um, he texted me back Monday, and that's when I was already in Miami. So we only had from Monday till Saturday, while I'm also in the middle of, like, hanging out with my friends and shit, to plan this dinner and we didn't make any like final decisions until really Wednesday. So it really technically came together from Wednesday to Saturday. And um, I asked Jale- my homegirl Jalisa to help because she helps a lot with like Ciroc and um, a lot of the events they plan and they work with a specific party planner. So she hit up the party planner 
And I hit up Ciroc because I also know the people at Ciroc. And we, like, pulled that shit together. And the party planner was fucking amazing. Like, she did Drake's um, 2000th birthday last night. That so. is so crazy that she did, like, those two events back to back. And at least for Amber's, it was on a, such a short notice. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was looking at the pictures. I was like, damn, this looks fire. Yeah, she did some amazing shit. Like, and even, like, last night for the Drake thing, like, they had a whole 7-Eleven store inside the party. I saw that. And they had, like, a I want to make park shit set. like that. Yeah, that's literally what her company does. And so, like... Like the day of Amber's party, like I said, we only locked her in like Wednesday, maybe even Thursday. Um, she was in between an after party every single night for Drake's seven concerts, as well as Kim Kardashian's birthday party, as well as Oscar De La Hoya's wife's party. Or something. Like in the middle of like a billion things and paused her schedule to come do this for us. So again, I can't thank you enough. Her name's Lorianne. Her company is wife of the party. Like just did a phenomenal job. We didn't, we gave them like very little direction, but she fucking created a magical ass experience. That dope. I literally, <laughs> Marissa was texting me like, what do I need? I was like, um, plates, cups. Yeah, like, I had no table. fucking clue. I've never put together an, an event like that. Like I do little things for my friends, like a game night. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then, uh, yeah, so Ciroc came through. They gave us a lot of good stuff. And then we, um, Lisa got a really bomb ass chef that, oh my God, it was so good. And then, um, my girl that someone had introduced me to last summer for my birthday cake, um, I think, is that like, wow, it's a helicopter, huh? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, so the girl that made my birthday cake last year, she had come through when 24 hours notice a few months later for Chris Brown's party that Lisa had hit her up for. So I knew she's like really good with that. And so I hit her up like three days before and she made a whole like big ass pinhead cake because we wanted pinhead to come bring her out the cake. That's like her favorite character. So she made a cake of his cube that he holds or some shit. I've never seen the movie. And um, and she made chocolate covered strawberries like she just bought everybody bodied it and it came together perfect. And everybody that we invited came save for the person that I blocked. I'm still pissed. (laughs) And um, yeah, it was just a really dope night and she had no fucking clue. And then I got caught in my first ever paparazzi image and learned the hard way that you're supposed to keep a pose the whole time so that you don't look stupid. Well, the picture that Shade Room posted of you today looked pretty bomb. Yeah, that was a good one. That was me smiling. And she looked, then, you look pretty. You look like a snack. Thank you. And then two seconds later, the only- there was something in my eye, and I had my whole mouth open while my eye was half open, and I'm scratching my eyeball, and that ended up on the Daily Mail. So, nice. Sensational. <laughs> well, you're the only person that doesn't have a bleach blonde hair. I know. Oh, literally, sense. Amber, her boyfriend, AE. Her security. Her, her security, Brian, and her assistant, Joe, all have bleach blonde hair. And her mom has bleach blonde short hair as well. Not as short as them, but. Well, yeah, she does know Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the whole crew. And then there's just me with long red hair. But you know what? It's cool to stand out. She's the lady in red while everyone else is wearing tan. What are you going to do for Halloween? Um, having a girls' night at my house. Fun. With wine and hocus pocus. And painting pumpkins and Halloween treats. So cute. You're welcome to come. Ariella, you're welcome to come. I don't know if you guys have plans, but I don't have plans as of yet. Yeah, but you're probably gonna be with that boy. I don't know. I I don't want it to like move too fast. Okay. So then But it is, but it is. Nice. So it's like Yeah. Well, I'll be there doing that at my house on Halloween and I'm very much looking forward to it because we're recording here the night before, so we won't be stuck recording. Because people have kiddos and Halloween activities and things of that nature. So I'm just really looking forward to it because I haven't had a girls night in some time. And I'm going to dress up as Luis, which I was two years ago, but I never left the house in it. So okay, I'm going to just have a green outfit. And I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to be for Halloween. Are you going somewhere where you need to be something? I'm going to something on Friday and I'm going to something on Saturday. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I have not, like, I don't, like, for, for some reason, I just, like, didn't give a fuck this year. Like, I'm just I felt like excited. it crept up on me this year. Everything is kind of, like, just, like, with working all the time, it's like, oh, my God, it's next weekend. And then I'm like, well, that, fuck me. Like, right. I don't have time to just, I don't know. Hmm. Well, next year. Next year. Maybe we could be a group thing. Oh. We can have like a, a MEIA Halloween party. Oh. Mm. We can invite you guys to come. Yes. And speaking of you guys, let's get these emails, kid. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> so this first one. Hey, girls. So I have a fuck buddy situation of four years who moved to L.A. about two years ago. So now it's a fly out situation. Kind of similar to yours. 
I'm, um, I'm currently funding the flyouts because he's a broke ass comedian, but not the rapey kind. <laughs> I meet up with him when he's periodically home and I've flown out to him when he's on the road. I'm making my first trip to actually see him in L.A. next month, though, and I'm kind of really nervous for some reason. This isn't really a question. I just need you all to tell me I'm dumb and to stop. Ugh. I guess my question is, why are these dudes so hard to quit? Knowing he just wants what he wants and doesn't have time for me any other time. But like when I'm with him, it's dope as hell and there's a connection I can't stop. Legitimately just thinking about him touch me makes me feel so many types of ways. And I don't get that with anyone else, including my boyfriend, because I'm a terrible person. Please don't judge me or do. I know I'm shitty. Anyways, love your podcast and appreciate you keeping it so real. Girl, I get that shit because that was me in Cleveland. It's called you Exactly. Because Cleveland was a piece of shit. And I stuck around for years, even though I knew that was going nowhere. Is he still blocked? Yes, he is still super blocked on every platform. Okay. Um, damn, I don't know. I mean, you have a boyfriend, so it's not like you just want the attention. Uh, it's probably because it, it, it feels like, um, how do you leave town without your boyfriend like getting suspicious? That's probably I mean, such she a probably thrill. has girls in L.A. too, so she'll be like, I'm going to go see Joan. Joan, Joan, you a dog. Yeah. <laughs> what's that? What's that? OLS3 lyrics when he's like to Esther, um, said she was, oh man, I don't know, but he called her friend and then she was really fucking Derek Ward. Remember? Did you listen to OLS3 ever? Nope. Oh, yeah. You know. Nope. Oh, well, there's that. Nope. Um, so personally, I say, shit, keep fucking him. I don't know. You're not hurting nobody. You're having a good time. You Your got a man. boyfriend. I mean, you know, it's fine. I'm all out here for the um, stable relationship, so I can't really endorse this one. Sorry. I mean, like, I, I, like, you know what? Whatever you decide, I support. But I don't think you're stupid because a good dick is hard to come by sometimes. Get that shit, girl. Okay, next one. Hey, uh, let's see. That's five wise. Marissa, I'm Akira from Orlando. I love your podcast and I'm a huge listener. I was introduced to your podcast by my sister, Joelle. Which, Shout by out the to way, both of you. Joelle, if this is the same Joelle, uh-huh. she tweets me every day and I like her. And I well, her. I fucking like Joelle, too, then. Yeah, I think she tweets you every day, too. Oh. <laughs> well, I probably tweet back. Who's also a big supporter, so I need some advice. I'm a new-time mom, and I love everything about it. I suffered from serious depression before I was pregnant, and I believe I'm still facing postpartum. Recently, I've been inspired and motivated by an influencer to keep going and push my dreams out. It's been so hard finding that balance, but lately a few doors have opened for me. Slowly but surely, opportunities are evolving, but I'm afraid I won't be able to balance it all. I want to focus on my priorities as a mother, but I want to build my brand and empire for my daughter and do what I love. I'm so miserable working my nine to five job. I know I'm blessed and gifted for more. I have talent and personality behind everything I do. I just want to share it with the world. I pray I can meet you and all the influencers who support those short of their dreams. You guys inspire me and I want to keep going. How can I work my way up to network and build opportunities without losing time with my family and responsibilities and getting depressed because I can't accomplish or balance both. I love you all. XOXO, huge supporter, tons of love. Ooh, that's a good fucking question. Well, go for it. You are very positive already. Yeah, in I fucking your email. love this. You are, you know, you say that you're miserable, but you know, like, what you're worth, and you're saying that you know that you're blessed and that you have talent. I think that's already, like, getting the ball in the right direction. Like, a lot of people, when they're depressed, they're very self loathing. Mm-hmm. And you seem like you know what you want and you know what you need. So now you just have to go and get it. I think what you can maybe start doing, I can't tell, but I'm assuming you want to be a personality. Um, I think what you could try to start doing is even though you have a nine to five, like understandably, you need to be able to balance that and like, uh, let's say an internship or something and being around your child um, and your family. So um, see if there's any websites that are directly involved. Like, let's just say, for example, you were in New York, like maybe you could hit up Hot 97 to see if you can blog for free on Hot 97.com or something like that. And like try to get in that way and and work for a website because you can do that from your nine to five job depending on the situation but in most instances you can like get on the computer here and there to do stuff and um with most of those situations you'll be able to like be invited to go to events and you kind of start meeting people through that and you already you know meet your coworkers through interning for the site or whatever the case is and you kind of just start building it up that way honestly that's kind of how i grew like from I mean, I interned at Hot 97, but then when I later got the job with Inflex We Trust, it was kind of just having my name on every article and like being up at the station and meeting people or just knowing my coworkers and stuff like that's what kind of helped really grow me. So 
if that's a, a possibility, I definitely say like try to get in somewhere where you can like freelance writer manage their social media even like any of those kind of situations you could do from anywhere and don't worry about the money if you could still keep your nine to five while you do it you know it's less of a stress because you have an income coming in and you're building a relationship i feel like that's sound advice yeah, yeah. that is good advice okay well thank you i try um damn do a fuck Mary kill yeah let's do leave? like a little round and we have what four minutes before yeah. we have to get out of this bitch so I just pick anyone. Oh, I have to pick three. Yeah, duh. I don't know. Like I've never, like I don't understand. <laughs> okay, um, ASAP Rocky, John Legend, Post Malone. <laughs> hey, okay, fuck. This is so easy. Mary, kill. ASAP Rocky, fuck. Mary, John Legend, kill Post Malone. Oh. We can do another one. Let's do one more. That was so easy. That was too easy. Like, of course you don't want to marry A$AP Rocky. I would totally marry John Legend, by the way. Yeah, he's a good husband. Snatch him up. All right. Okay. Fuck Jeremy Meeks. Wait, read them all. Oh, Jay-Z, Jeremy Meeks, famous decks. (laughs) Fuck Jeremy. Uh, Marry Jay-Z. Kill famous decks. Also easy. I keep getting yeah, that like was super easy. a hot guy, a married guy, and a piece of shit. This is the easiest You want to do the girls? No, I would never do any of that. Let's go on. This is fun, though. Um, Pete Davidson, Little Uzi Vert, and Slim Jimmy. Uh, fuck Slim Jimmy. <laughs> Marry Pete Davidson. He seems to be ready for commitment. And uh, kill Little Uzi Vert. Why he is a strange you? little human being. He looks like a little, like... Yeah. I would definitely <laughs> marry Uzi in any Ew, capacity. You're disgusting. He's the cutest. <laughs> oh my god, this one's not easy at all. Okay, last one, Marissa. We gotta wrap it up. Okay, Kanye, Ebro, and Fifty Cent. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Oh Jesus. That's a good one. Okay, okay. Uh, f- <laughs> fuck Fifty Cent. He's got like muscles. <laughs> Uh, Mary Ebro, he's like got values and shit, and I don't, I doesn't, don't have to fuck him, um, and kill Kanye because he's an asshat. There we go. And there That's, it is. I, I co-signed that one. <laughs> um, hit us up at meiapodcast at gmail.com if you'd like us to read your emails, or if email's not your bag, you could DM us at Marissa Explains on Instagram and Twitter. If you're listening, you should know this by now, but if not, M A R I S A. That's how you spell my name. Um, thank y'all for listening and we'll holla at y'all next week. Oh, and, and subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. Subscribe on YouTube. Bye. Bye.